He used to stuff that thing down his uh his back, <laughs> down his pocket. His back pocket, just like with the church phone. Oh man. Hey everybody, this is Dr. William Clark here for Leadership Conversations. This is the show where we talk about leadership according to the a world that matters to you. I was having a conversation with my cousin and we were talking about this male leadership in the home and I figured hey man let's just stop the conversation and let's go record a podcast so i got my cousin curtis clark on the line with me kurt what's going on bro what's up Will? what's up man so we we saw each other over the weekend and unfortunately it was because we were at our grandfather's funeral but um it wasn't a sad occasion it was um a good time because we had a chance to see each other we had a chance to see family and friends and people shared memories and then um our other cousin told a story about our grandfather that got us all laughing but the thing that i took away from it was his consistency and i ended up recording a podcast about consistency and i wanted to the first question i wanted to ask you about that and male leadership is you know what are your reflections on grandpa what are your reflections on his legacy and the type of person he was from a consistency perspective uh, <clears throat> so consistency is grandpop's character and that's when I think about it now uh, that's all I can see was consistency is because this man was always happy to see you he was always happy to see you no matter what was going on in his life he was always happy to see you he always had on the same clothes. So his consistency, his consistency was down from a physical thing to a, a, men, a mental thing, a psychological, even if it, it was like second nature to him to be consistent. It was as if he didn't have to think about it. It was just who he was and he was gonna be who he was. And it kind of speaks to what that generation was they were gonna be who they were they dressed the way they were they dressed and even if it didn't seem cool to us it seemed so unorthodox to us it was cool to him and thinking about it now looking all the way back then he had some real swagger that a lot of people work hard every day to just try to manufacture <laughs> and all he had was consistency and it was like second and it was second nature to him so he did it effortlessly man you know one of the things that uh has been kind of um huge for me as i reflected on you know his consistency was especially this year what's been huge for me is thinking about how to be consistent in every area of my life so that um i don't have to I don't have to be in a position to constantly change who I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So whoever I am at work, I'm the same dude um, at home. Um, I'm the same dude at church. I'm the same dude at the supermarket. And I made that decision because I, f I figured that it's easier to be the same person than to pretend to be something else in one place, something else a different place. And it's less work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when you when you when you I think definitely about, understand that when you think about consistency in your own life, where have you found um, 
opportunities be, to be consistent and where it really has worked? I have found it to be very uh, productive to be consistent at work, to be the one who can always say yes in my career. The one who can always be counted on to say, somebody asks, can you come, can you uh, go on this short notice trip? And yes, Curtis is there. Uh, Curtis is able to do this this uh, piece of crap work, even though it's not, it's, even though it's gonna get you dirty probably, but Curtis will do it. So I've been consistent, I found it very rewarding to be consistent in that notion uh, at work, mainly uh, in, the, in that part of my life, in work, work life. And how did that, how has that changed and impacted your life um, outside of work by finding consistency at work? Well, it has shown me that I haven't been consistent enough. There. Uh, work-wise, is the nine to five and work is, uh, you know, is how I make the bulk of my money. So being consistent is beneficial to everybody. Uh, but then it comes to my entrepreneurial side of my life and then my home life, my family life. I saw where I was lacking in those two areas compared to my work life. And it's not because of the fact that the bulk of the money is coming from that work life. It's because I didn't set the importance of entrepreneurial or the family life as important as the work life that is generating the, the funds that is funding all of those things, you know what I mean? So I didn't, mentally, I didn't set the importance of the family life to be, to match or to be better, to be even more consistent than the work life. I, uh, I fell short on that. I, I've fallen short on that and I still continue to fall short. And hopefully I'm on that track to working about. So alone with that work life, <clears throat> showing me that I was actually short in other areas of my life, uh, being consistent in my work life. And that work life is somehow became natural because of a tendency to, a tendency to uh, want to please in the in the main career that you're in, so uh, yeah, that that and that's that's a new revelation for me, actually. Yeah. So when you when you, I mean, that's an awesome um, thought you shared. So then that that segues into my next question, and that is, how should we define? How should we look at? male leadership in the home what it, what does that actually mean or what should it mean male leadership in the home means the word we've been discussing is consistency <laughs> male leadership and I want to say male leadership in the home should be the foundation or yeah it should be the foundation because essentially if we learn properly from our fathers, it was in the home. 
and then we would know growing up and then becoming adults that the home starts it all off. And as we move into our careers, we know that home is our base. And so male leadership in the home, consistency is paramount. Uh, nothing, everything stops and starts with if someone is being consistent or not. If someone is not being consistent, it all stops and it all crumbles. The, the, the wife, she now has to go into panic mode, basically, and become the masculine figure. Uh, that's her natural reaction to a male being inconsistent or the, the male leader, supposed leader being inconsistent. If she, if he is consistent, things are hitting on all cylinders. She can trust him. She can trust him with her intimacy, her vulnerability, and talking about her job at work, uh, her job at work, her, her, her day at work. Uh, she can trust him with her frustrations. She can even trust him with her frustrations with him. And he will still be consistent in loving her enough to know to, to know that hey he has some shortcomings he has some flaws and she's going to be willing she's going to be more than willing to share them with her with him but his consistency is what's going to enamor armor it's going to uh, it's going to <clears throat> it's going to solidify her to him to say hey I can say anything to this guy and he's going to always still be there in the morning or you know he's going to always still give me that kiss he's going to or he's going to always do what he did while we was dating so you know if we stay consistent all the way through so uh, and a lot a lot of us fall fall short especially uh, from dating to the transition of marriage that leadership starts with consistency. And you can have all kind of other flaws, you know, that come into play. You can leave the toilet seat up. You can forget all kind of things. You can, uh, you know, be forgetful about <laughs> birthdays or anniversaries or whatever. But if you're consistent, she will cover you on that flaw. She will, and she'll cover you in public. You know, she'll, she'll speak so highly of you. She'll be that one, you know, she'll be that situation where she can talk bad to you about you, but if somebody else talks up about you, you know, then there won't be nothing that can be said. And I'm, we've got several examples. Our grandfather was one, grandma, I'm sure they had their troubles. And, you know, she, on her, on her sick bed, she was talking about how good he's been to her. But I've, I've heard plenty of times where she was trying to fuss him out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then uh, my 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 in-laws are another example of how she will fuss him down in front of all of us. But if we say something about Johnny to Gloria, <laughs> you're gonna have some trouble. You know what I mean? Just and it might flip on, on you know she might feel some type of you know. Because he's been consistent, 
because he's been bringing the bread home. He's been bringing the money home. He comes home. He uh, he's there. He interacts with the kids. Consistency and whatever it is uh, in that positive, in that positive way. So that's it. And the home starts, and everything builds off of that. Uh, everything builds off of that, positive or negative. If you're consistently negative, if you're consistently abusive, the negative reactions from that will build off of that. Those consequences will come. If you, those consequences kill whatever the future is. If you are consistently positive, the ramifications are so endless. It's almost like an Abraham effect. Like a generations from now, the consistency from this point will affect, you know, the great great grands and their families. You know, what I mean, just from how you was consistent with your with your home. You know, when you were talking about consistency, that made me think about um, even in our organizations where the consistency of a leader. Um, dictates the culture of an organization and the inconsistency of a leader it dictates the culture of an organization either way um, what you're getting at is consistency is is king in all situations The, the, the question that that people may be wondering now is I hear you I get it but how do I build consistency in my own leadership as an individual where my home life wins my personal life wins my work life wins etc how do i how do i build that consistency yeah that's the challenge that's the challenge that's the big challenge that's the big picture challenge so <clears throat> we have all these lives especially in 2018 we have personal we have careers. We have philanthropic, philanthropic lives, charitable. Where we're volunteering, and we're all, we're trying to be hitting on all cylinders on everything. But we are nothing without. We are nothing without our faith. I believe we are nothing without our faith. So as a Christian. You are always looking to the higher power. You are always looking to Jesus Christ, God, as the ultimate source. Us, as humans, we have no power at all to hit on all cylinders in all of those facets of life. And so as we put our belief and our faith in that power source, that power source essentially gives us the will, the strength, the energy to do. Because essentially we have the belief and we have the knowledge of what we're supposed to do, then we have to just do. And it takes work. Uh, and at, at the end of the day, simplicity, we believe, and then we have to work. And it takes bar none just physical work Uh, in the simplest form it takes maybe taking notes 
of everything you want to do in a week or maybe in a day. And everything you want to do in a day, you want to go to work for eight hours. You want to meet your children back at the house and be at home with them for the next two hours. And then you want to at least have some good time with your spouse for an hour. And all through that, all throughout that day, you know, say if you lay that out on a notebook, this is layman's terms. This is like, this is the work, you know, just writing that out for this one day. I want to, I'm going to be at work for eight hours and then I'm going to be at home with my, uh, uh, with my children for two hours. And by the time it's bedtime, I want, you know, I want to at least be with my spouse, spend some quality time with her. So the, the hard workers figuring how I can overlap some of that. So maybe at lunchtime, I'll text my wife and say, hey, baby, how you doing? That'll start. That'll have ramifications for later on, maybe. That might start a conversa- a small conversation during the day in the midst of it all, you know. And it, that'll also have ramifications of just keeping a fire going throughout the day. Um, but there is no hard, there is no magic pill to being consistent, being a great leader and hitting on all cylinders. There is, there is just hard work. There's belief, affirmation, and then hard work. Affirmation being believing and then saying it and just saying it until it's a habit, uh, which the work may be waking up in the morning and doing five minutes of meditation so that you can get started so that you can be in a good mindset rather than a, a social media mindset where we're waking up to our phones and looking at the news or looking at Facebook and Instagram instead of saying good morning. You know, the hard work, the work may be waking and just saying good morning. The hard work for me the last couple of weeks has been waking up and having a glass of water because for some reason, I believe that having a glass of water after sleeping for six hours, my, my body's dehydrated and hasn't had anything. So I need that glass of water just to get started before I even brush my teeth. Get up, out the bed. And some pe- for some people, and I, know, I remember growing, this growing up, getting out the bed and hitting my knees to the floor. I remember that. I don't even do that. I, I say it while I'm in bed. So my knees don't hit the floor. You know, by the time I'm moving out of the bed, you know, while I'm stirring, I'm saying, thank you, Jesus. And personal experience, I hear my wife doing that, too. When she's stirring and around, I can hear her whispering, you know, her, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for her, her life and, you know, her, her gratefulness. So that's encouraging. So that's that. Is, there's no magic pill to hitting on all cylinders and being the greatest at everything like and you're going to fall just about in, in everything in every situation if you're given 90% out of 100% to your work life and only only 10% is going to the rest of your life and so you know you know how that works uh, career is going you know People make those choices all the time. They're giving all their energy to their career, 
they don't have time for family or you know any other kind of life a part of their life so you know balance on all cylinders take that belief me personally but that, that belief that affirmation and then the work and the work can be as tedious as sit down on a Sunday to map out your week or every day I'm going it, to it start as basic as every day I'm going to start off with a five minute meditation and that might be where it starts and then it can, it can, it can expand from there uh, whatever your, your ritual may be you know Well, um, I was going to ask you, give us three tips to strengthen male leadership. I ended up capturing four from you. Um, And for those of you listening, I'm going to summarize this because um, I think that what Kurt shared has relevance um, in our work life, personal life, and our parenting and all that we do. So if you're thinking about strengthening your leadership as a man, at home what what kurt and i talked about and and i don't know if we captured this in this conversation we definitely talked about it um before the podcast was the importance of getting it right at home because it will have a triple effect elsewhere right so here are the four things i took away in terms of strengthening male leadership uh have faith in the outcome you're trying to get so every man um if you're married you're trying to have a strong relationship with uh your spouse and a strong relationship with your children, strong relationship with your parents, strong relationship uh, with people in your faith community or whoever you spend uh, time with. There, there's a desire to see something positive come out of that. And if that is true, then there's something on you. There's a requirement in you or, or for you to have faith in that outcome now in terms of what faith actually means faith means action you believe that something's going to be the case then you have to behave as if it's going to be the case and expect that outcome we don't go out to our cars and have faith that our car is going to turn on as soon as we turn the ignition our faith is so blind when it comes to our vehicles that we just put the key in it turns and it cranks and we go and, I, and what I'm hearing Curtis say is that when it comes to building male relationship, there needs to be strong faith, strong action following our belief and the outcome we want, particularly in our marriages and in our homes. Second thing I heard was it takes hard work to become consistent, right? That could probably be two or three bullets in and of itself, but we combine it to one. It takes hard work to, be, to become consistent. Consistency in one's leadership is what makes the difference. I, I remember saying that all the time uh, to people I was mentoring, teaching, uh, consulting, that you can be whatever you want to be as a leader. There's no right or wrong. There's no philosophy or strategy that works across the board. Leadership, one, is influence. Two, it's based upon your personality. But if you're not consistent in whatever methodology you subscribe to, then people will not take you seriously. If you're a jerk, be a jerk all the time. If you're a softy, be a softy all the time. If you're a middle-of-the-road person, be that all the time. If you flip-flop every other situation that pops up, then people don't know how to handle you, and they try to avoid you or just ignore you at all costs, which means that when you are trying to be serious, people don't know if you are serious or not, so they just ignore and keep it moving. From a male perspective, in your home, in your marriage, in your parenting, Curtis was sharing that it takes hard work to be consistent. And in that, you know, he ended up saying, do the same thing every day, all the time. 
Okay, so if it's staying in contact with your wife during a busy day, send a text message every morning at lunchtime and before you come home, engaging in conversation every day, same time without fail. Now, for someone like me, if you're like me, you're constantly busy. If you're like Kurt, you're constantly busy during the day. Setting aside those moments, regardless of what meetings you're in, regardless of who's sitting next to you, whether you're in an elevator, whether you're on break, whether you're not, being consistent in communicating, being consistent in showing love, being consistent in being patient, being consistent in being long-suffering. That's the biblical term. But whatever it is, be consistent. Yeah. And it takes hard work. The third thing Kurt talked about is execute. Do what you plan to do. So if it's all about strengthening male leadership in your home, if it's all about improving a relationship with your kids or your wife, if it's all about being better with a schedule of cutting the grass every two weeks as opposed to once a quarter, then execute, right? So you already know you got the faith in the outcome. You already know it's going to take work to be consistent. Execute. Just do it, right? There's nothing more powerful than a man that has a plan and he executes it. But then Kurt closes out by saying something else at the tail end of his talk. And that was, you got to balance. You got to find balance because we are working men. It's a wonderful thing to be a working man, providing for your family, whatever that job is, take pride in it. It's a wonderful thing to have a family to provide for. It's a wonderful thing to have your health, but it's another thing to maintain your health. Right. And we all got hobbies to keep us engaged. And Kurt said, listen, in spite of all that, we got to find balance. So if you want to strengthen your male leadership, have faith, uh, pursue consistency in your work. It's going to take hard work, execute and balance. Kurt, any any parting thoughts that you want to share uh, with the listeners about male leadership in the home and how to strengthen it? Yes. Just know that you are not. Just know that you are not. uh going to get it off so it's not going to just work perfectly it's not going to happen seamlessly it's definitely not going to you're not not going to balance everything all the time the right way so embrace those failures embrace flaws and uh, and know that you know you can always if you get a chance to wake up in the morning then you always have a chance to do better that's it. Awesome. This is Dr. William Clark with Curtis Clark for Leadership Conversations. Guys, I hope you found this helpful. We'll see you in the next show. Peace.